0: Hello everyone and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey.
1: And I'm Emily Downey.
0: What's what's up with you, Em?
1: Uh well, I have an apology to make you. Uh John, I I am very okay. sorry. Uh I know we were supposed to be recording earlier. And yes. what I did This is a
0: weird this is a strange kind of like pulling back the curtain
1: yeah, sort of like uh, a when we record situations that arise. Right. As you know, I'm new in this in this area, this Polly's Island area, and I have right. uh, made an acquaintance at work who's a lovely person. Her name is Jessica, okay. and she is uh, like normal and goes to, to College of Charleston, so we have a lot in common, because that's where I graduated oh. from. Yeah, lovely, lovely girl, lovely girl. And I, as you know, I have no friends here yes. in... We are Carolina. all acutely aware of that. Um, so I am very uh, very aware and and, uh, and make it other people like other people know that I don't have friends. I'm new in the area. It is a small ass town. This is a very small town. That it is. And everybody really does know everybody if you're a local here. And so I was just going to, I was like, hey, if you ever ha- want to hang out, you know, that's cool. She's like, yeah, I don't have friends either. I go to College of Charleston, which is an hour and a half away. I commute. So it's like, yeah, I have no one to hang out with. I'm like, well, hey, we're cool. You're normal. Let's go out and have a drink. Well, we go out. Uh, I meet her and her mother and her former teacher. This was, <laughs>
0: this was last night?
1: This was a, like a couple of nights ago when we were supposed to record this episode and that did not happen. Right. Um, I meet them out for drinks, right? They're at like a really shitty Mexican restaurant nearby. And before I even arrived there, they had ordered these giant fishbowl margaritas with the corona upside down in them. Perfect. This is not my normal drink. This is not my drink of choice. I'm pretty much like a. Right. If I have a margarita, it's like with fresh lime juice and kind of nicer tequila, and I don't normally stick a beer in it. But, you know, when in Rome. Right?
0: Right, Uh, Yeah, of course. So
1: I show up. They've all got that. And I'm not going to be like, excuse me, I'm going to have my frilly freaking drink. So we get, uh, you know, the guy's like, well, I'll have your order. I'm like, oh, I'll have what what they're having. So we're already off to a good start. I have a wonderful conversation with these three. Turns out the gentleman who were, yeah, he was her teacher uh, for high school, actually, but a young guy and then had moved mm-hmm. away and was back in town. So it was having, you know, drinks with them. And we proceed to, you know, have this drink, whatever. And then they're like, hey, we're going to our house. Like, why don't you come with us? We'll just drink at home, not spend money, all that. And like, that's great. I'm poor. Let's do it. Yeah, so it sounds I call my- spectacular. yeah, it's awesome. Right. So we open up the liquor cabinet. We're drinking drinks, whatever. I'm like, well, let me call my brother. Because he's around, right? I'm thinking, like, I have to get up at 7 in the morning to record a podcast before my 9 in the morning shift at work. Yes. But we proceeded to just get... Shithoused. <laughs> like, right. Yep. I was trying to think of a nicer word for it, but we got very, very intoxicated, all of right. us. And I wake I up. The, I I <laughs> yes. Okay. So I wake up the next morning thinking I have obligations to fulfill. I did. Ha- I had set my alarm for seven o'clock in the morning. Having gotten home, right? Of course, Me after too. going to the Waffle House, I went to the Waffle House, got home at four a.m.
0: You you have to if you you're have to. if you're out drinking that late you have to.
1: Why well, of this thing? Is where necessity? Where I look to the person who I have deemed to be responsible for me for the evening, and I t- have a tendency to look whoever that person is is, which is in this case it was Kit, uh, our older oh. brother, looked him was, in the eyes. <laughs> I was gonna ask
0: who who that would be in this situation, and of course it was. I Kit. think you had a you you made an interesting choice there.
1: Yeah, well you know whatever. Uh, so I look at, I have a tendency to do this with people, but I look Kit dead in the eyes and I said, you know, if I don't get Waffle House right now, I'm going to die and my (laughs) blood will be on your hands. My death will be on your conscience if I do not get Waffle House right now. So we go to the Waffle House, the Casa de Waffle, if you will. And, uh, yeah, we, we get a little food in our tummies. It's all good. We get home 4 a.m. We drop teacher guy off wherever he needs to go. Head on home. Wake up seven in the morning. Comes real quick mm-hmm. after you've been out till four. Yeah, and it does. The first thought I had was I gotta I gotta get out of this. I gotta call John. I gotta tell him I'm sick. <laughs> Having completely what? forgotten that Kit and I called you.
0: <laughs> you fucking Facetimed me.
1: Facetimed you. Like not once, but like multiple <laughs> times throughout the evening.
0: <laughs> so I tried to like, come up with excuses. It took multiple attempts because there was—you tried one time and you couldn't hear me. Yeah, and so like my I audio you, like, wasn't coming through. So you tried several other times. We talked for—I can't say we talked because I think
1: I didn't hear. Even a word though you, you said could, ever.
0: you could hear me physically. I don't think anyone was listening. No
1: one was listening to you. We were just trying to yell. <laughs> We're just like it was me, Jessica, and Kid at this point, and we're all just screaming at John over the phone, <laughs> like trying to yell at him about I don't know what music we were listening to. Jessica's like twerking on the wall or something. Jessica My brother having... was
0: trying to convince me that I needed to play Ark Survival, which is not <laughs> not a game from like even like five years ago. It's that game is dead. I don't. If you play Arc, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kim was trying to talk to John about video games. I was just yelling, like just being real loud. This is, I guess, but this is me on the first evening out with this coworker friend of mine that I have right. never met before. So she's a friend now. We wake up the next yeah. morning. I I actually made it to work on time, which is amazing. I felt oh, like shit. garbage all day. I had, I was drinking. My other coworker he had given. Everyone who works at the liquor store His homemade kalua, Which he makes with grain oh. alcohol He makes it with oh. Everclear I was drinking that And beer And some other like mixed drinks along the way After this tequila drink that I had With a beer <laughs> in it I had a night, John, I'll tell you And I made yeah. it to work on time uh, But, you know, I'm sitting around No Jessica <laughs> Like, where'd yep. she go? Uh, out. she, <laughs> she fucking in.
0: bailed. <laughs> you made it to work and she didn't.
1: The thing is, she didn't even make it to the Waffle House at three in the morning. So, I don't know what the hell happened to her. She fell asleep on the couch. And she conked run. out
0: like an hour and a half earlier than you did. Yeah,
1: she conked out. And, and we were like, all right, we're leaving then, I guess. And we're like, Jessica, we know you want to go to the Waffle House, but you didn't make it, girl. You didn't make it to the Waffle House. So, yeah. We're gonna go, and of course her mom That's was so like, "No, funny. she's staying here." I'm like, "Yeah, no, she's safe. You know, she's home yeah. where she needs to be. We're not taking her anywhere." We went to the yeah. lawful house and then ended up at home. But oh man, what a, oh what a night! But yeah, God,
0: I wish you would have called me and I like know. pretended to be sick.
1: I really was. Oh, that would have been so funny. My rolodex of excuses for how to get out of podcasting with you that morning, because <laughs> oh my God, I wanted to die. I wanted death to come. Like, I felt yeah. so sick. I even told my mom. I was like, Mom, I'm not having a good day. She's like, really? Like, I don't normally like to tell my mom when I've been, like, super inebriated. But I was like, I really, I really fed myself to the beast. It was really bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Little did you know that I also... uh Little did you know that I was I also had uh quite a long night. It was probably the longest night at work that I've ever had. Oh, I, I'd God. never been there until like one o'clock before. That was the first time that I actually had tables that just just, just sat sad. for oh, so man. long. We had I know we a talk good. about our, our collective serving experiences a lot on this podcast, but please, for the love of God if you if you are at a restaurant and all of a sudden you look around and there's no other tables that are still present around you, leave. Get the yeah. fuck out of that restaurant. Do not torture your server any longer. Let them go home.
1: Yeah, it's bad. That's that's a bad situation. Yeah, we had a guy like yeah. that. We you know we're in the Bible Belt still. You know we're South Carolina. We're in this, like, very Christian area, which is great because I have Sundays off because I work at the liquor store and we're not allowed to sell liquor on Sundays, which is right. awesome. But we had this guy, and we also have to close promptly at 7 p.m. Like, we're not even really allowed to ring anyone up after 7 p.m. It's against the law. So it's great because we, we get to close those doors and watch people, like, shake them, you know, because it's just like there's <laughs> nothing. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. It's state law. But we had a guy roll in. 6.59 on the, oh t- uh, so we had to let him in, you know? And we're like, you, you gotta, gotta let him our- in, but. We're like, sir, you got two minutes. And he's like, I know, I know, blah, blah, blah. He's dressed like nothing. He's like wearing Crocs some baggy, sh- crappy sweatpants and like a gross old shirt, whatever. We don't think he's anyone. He goes immediately for all of the reserve bourbons and whiskeys. And wine. Oh my god! He buys about fourteen like four hundred dollars worth of alcohol from us.
0: Holy shit!
1: Turns out he like is a multi-millionaire from what? Yeah, from New York. Who just looks like Gary? He's this big guy from Long Island? Doesn't look like anything. Looks like has the thick Long Island accent. Looks crazy. We look out. What multi-millionaires he's driving,
0: live in Pauly's Island? South we look Carolina. out. He's
1: driving this like beautiful Mercedes. Like ridiculous absolutely ridiculous but yeah no a lot of them they live out um, in Merle's Inlet because it's this beautiful area of the country and yeah we got a lot of high rollers come in but he he did not look like one thank god we did not turn him away because he did he gave us a lot of business that night very very late in the game but after a ten hour shift you know I'm ready to go home I don't care how much money you have right but no that was that was a good call on our part
0: yeah you're not exactly making commission
1: yeah all right, John, what we got for for, for today?
0: Today, we are going o- across the sea. We are. Well, from, from where we are, we're going across. We have to go over a lot of land also. Mm-hmm. And then over over the ocean to the Sunshine Land. What? To
1: is Japan. That what, to J- is that the Sunshine Land? East? Isn't it? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I'm pretty sure they, I mean, Japan in Japanese is Nihon, isn't it? Which is like, it means sun place or...
1: Wow, you already know so much more about this than I do. It
0: <laughs> like, has something I... to do with the sun. I'm not almost positive.
1: Clue. Not a clue. Uh, not a one. But today New is... New York? Hey,
0: New York? Can we chill the fuck out, please?
1: With the sirens. We have Christ
0: a, on a cracker. I don't know
1: if we've apologized for this before, mm. but John has a lot of activity in his area of <laughs> Brooklyn. Particularly was just like a, very, a, perfect... per, a very regular train that rolls through about every seven minutes. <laughs> yeah. That I, de- I, I do I The Long try. Island Railroad,
0: I do Long Island Island Railroad is literally right in front of my apartment. Yeah, it's like,
1: like, what, every 11 minutes or something one of these bad boys It's rolls something through.
0: like that. I it, thought it was 20, but yeah, you would know it better. Feels like it feels like more than 20.
1: It's bad. I mean, we could go back to episodes and and listen. I mean, they are all of those all of those trains is there, uh, right. but yeah. So so we do apologize. Anyway,
0: we're going we're going to Japan, the land the land of sushi and ramen and Mount Fuji and other things. But Snow mostly monkeys. I know about their food and yep. Terrace House
1: and Terrace House. Yep.
0: Uh, the, the land of actual. Actually good reality TV shows.
1: That's the only reality. Uh, Well, you like The Bachelor too, don't you?
0: I mean, there is entertainment to be gleaned from from The Bachelor. I don't think it's a particularly good show.
1: Mm. Well... Terrace anyway. House. Yeah, Terrace House. They are excellent. The, all the food they make on Terrace House seems so good. If you don't know what Terrace House is. It always looks is, so good. I think we've talked about it on the show before, but everyone's just like yeah. kind of living together. It's like it's like Big Brother's house, right? Big Brother house, whatever. Yeah. But like it's, if uh, if no one had an agenda and they don't have to do any any trials or anything. Right. It's There's just no... watching a bunch of people live together.
0: Yeah, there's no challenges or anything. It's just there's a big, big house with really beautiful amenities and beautiful views. And there's three women and three men that get put, like, young people. They're usually, I think it's 18 to 29 is the age range that they can be. So you can't be younger than 18. You can't be in your 30s. Okay. But, so, yeah, three women, three men. And they literally just live together. And... They're, they all just have like goals and aspirations that they want to do and they they all cheer each other on and try to help each other with their with those goals and aspirations and yeah it's, it's like spectacular. It's like what, every, and sometimes every love, I love happens big-off. and sometimes yeah. fights happen but very not very often because they're just nice people they're who like well adjusted what's best for each other
1: <laughs> and then there's like a whole other reality show portion of it which is just people watching Terrace house.
0: Oh yeah. Now to I, I on always it. forget about them when I'm explaining it. Yeah. Half the show is you actually watching what's happening in the house, and the other half is you watching a group of commentators of Watch commenters it. that that are also watching what you're watching and just synthesizing what's happening, I guess.
1: <laughs> It's yeah, and they like are like, oh well, she's very pretty, isn't she? Yes, I wonder. Blah blah blah. All these people, I don't know. It's it's crazy. He's, but yeah. he's
0: definitely feeling so cheated right now. I can't, I can't imagine being put in that situation. They're like, yeah, they're great. I love those people. They're so yeah, funny. Wonderful. They're, I like. I'm very confused as to why they. Felt there. it necessary to make that part of the show, but I'm very glad that they did Yeah, they they, they, they are charming. sincerely add a lot.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I like Bake Off so much. Is like they're just kind of nice to each other, and coincidentally, my mom has be- also become obsessed with Bake Off. Like she loves it. Yes. So she and I talk about Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood all the time. She's been watching Master Class, which is fantastic. Poor Mary Berry, <laughs> she make they make everything they make the them make pretty much, and so you see them do these really complicated bakes. To prove that well, they yeah, can Well, yeah, because it.
0: wait, doesn't doesn't Mary Berry make all of the examples? Like when they give a challenge, you always see Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood go back to like their little tent and they have an example on the table. Yeah. Doesn't? I've always been under the impression that they baked that. I don't I know if that's true. I think they though. do. I've never but seen that I, happen.
1: I believe they do, and then I think that footage is on Masterclass. Like Oh. I could awesome. be wrong and it's a different thing, but they do make a lot of the things on Masterclass that they asked the bakers to make to prove they can do it, which is way better than American TV. But Mary Berry is like a zillion years old and it has incredibly arthritic hands. Like, bent out of shape, like crazy, can barely... But she still makes these amazing bakes and you watch her do it. She's like piping rosettes on things and she can't even... Her hands are like, you know, tree roots and she can still freaking do it. It's insane. It's insane. That's awesome. Yeah. I have
0: have much respect for that woman.
1: Oh, yeah. I love Mary Berry. It's hard watching her eat on that show, too. (laughs) Like, when she (laughs) takes a bite of things, you're like, oh, like, she's got dentures and stuff, and it's kind of gross. It's also kind of gross to watch her make things, because she's got kind of gnarly hands. But, man, do I respect the crap out of her. And so does Paul. And it's really sweet that Paul Hollywood's, like, he just looks at her with so much love and admiration. (laughs) I just... She's just a national treasure, not of the Americas, but still.
0: Well, yeah, Great Britain is a nation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. She's their national treasure, or should be. (laughs) Who else is? Sir Ian McKellen. Maggie Smith. Maggie, Dave Maggie Smith. Judy Dench.
0: Um, anyway... We were we we're gonna talk about sushi.
1: We're gonna talk about sushi. Yeah, sorry, I you were in the right track with in Japan and then I moved us to Great Britain. We're gonna go back Yeah,
0: somehow we moved back to Europe.
1: Head back along we've, Well,
0: we've now gone all the way around the world.
1: Mm-hmm. We made it. We did yeah. it.
0: In um, way less than eighty days. Mm-hmm. Take that Jackie Chan. Uh, anyway. <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> You know there was a book before that, right?
0: Yeah, but you think I'm going to be able to think of the the author's name, the name of the author of Around the World in 80 Days, before I can think of Jackie Chan's name?
1: Yeah, and now I'm going to... I've never
0: read the book. I think I've seen the movie.
1: Oh my god. It's the same guy who did 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, isn't it?
0: Yeah, sure. Jules (laughs)
1: Verne. Yeah, of course it was. God, John, you don't know Jules Verne, you idiot. I care very little. (laughs) That's Okay.
0: We're here to talk about sushi, Emily!
1: I know, and we're already to the point where I told you that we, were, we had to go to music.
0: Well, maybe, honestly, at this point we probably
1: just should. Okay, let's do it! <laughs> Our musical guest this week is Fun Button with their song, Honey Truck. So please enjoy Fun Button with their song, Honey Truck. Thank you. That was Fun Button with their song Honey Truck. If you'd like to hear more from Fun Button, then I just love saying that. If you'd like to hear more from Fun Button, please go to the link we provided in the description below. Thanks so much, guys. All right. So sushi. Sushi. <laughs> sushi.
0: So, okay. Let's here's, just keep saying it until something thing. happens. We're here, we're here to teach you how to make sushi. Emily, what is your experience with making sushi?
1: I actually wanted to do this episode because I have been on a kick lately making sushi. Oh, of
0: making sushi?
1: Yeah, because I work 10-hour days and it's like I'd have to clock out to leave for lunch or I can just stay there and eat what I brought. We have a little mini fridge. We have a microwave. We have everything we need. But I'm getting real tired as a vegetarian of uh, eating like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So what do I think travels well sushi rolls so i was like okay let's make some veggie sushi rolls it's like easy enough right you just gotta get that roll down so i bought all the ingredients right. and i made some failures and it happens but part of part of doing that is accepting the things you cannot change which is that when you're new at something you're going to be bad at it right right so i was like all right yes. i made some i made some fails but i also made some good stuff i put some cilantro some uh cucumber Avocado, made a little sriracha mayo, you know, put that mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. But yeah, the real thing is making the rice. Like you need, that's the real. And then the thickness of the rice has to be right because I yeah mean, the
0: rice has to be like perfectly cooked.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's
0: like it's got to be that nice sticky rice.
1: Yeah, so you have but to get the nice. It's got rice. it can't be
0: like over or undercooked.
1: So like you put a little more. Normally rice is like one to one ratio water to to rice. So that it puffs up to make it... Yeah, yeah. So if you make a normal cup of rice, right? You have a cup of rice, and then you have to make it with a cup of water. Sticky rice for sushi, you have to do a cup of rice and a cup and a quarter of water. And then you have to to rinse it really well. Rinse the rice because it has all that starch on it. And then what you have to do, you go a teaspoon of rice vinegar in the cooked rice, a teaspoon of sugar, and a half a teaspoon of salt. And you mix all those okay. in there. I also like putting white and black sesame seeds in there. You mix it all up. You yeah, wait for that nice. to cool. It has to cool completely, at least to room temperature, because it will be very hot on your hands. You put down yeah. your, your. Uh, you get like, what I did originally was I took a bunch of bamboo skewers and then wrapped them in saran wrap. But nice. then I went to the Asian supermarket and found out that sushi rolling pallets were less than a dollar. so i got me one of those (laughs) which is just the same thing except they're all put together in a more stable way you put you put your mat down then you put down your seaweed like the black seaweed wrap right and then you put a thin layer that's important it's got to be a thin layer of the rice on top of it right because i went too thick and then your sushi doesn't roll as nicely and because it's still still got to get all your fillings in there you still got to roll it up so a nice thin this layer. This turned into a, an it. actual, a real instructional yeah. <laughs> thing. It's like quarter inch thick on the rice. Then you put all of your fillings and then make sure you short the rice. So the rice has got to be about a half inch shorter than your uh, rectangle of seaweed, right? And then on the part closest to you, if you're like envisioning a rectangle long ways away from you, right? In front of you, you have, you put a thin uh, strip in a line you gotta line up all of your veggies or whatever you want your fish <laughs> gotta line it all up all your ingredients in a, like a little line and then you roll it you know like a burrito but like just go real long you roll the crap out of it and then it seals itself because you've left that little gap at the very end and then what I do is I wrap it in saran wrap pop it in the fridge and then uh, the next morning I slice it and then put it in my lunch box ready to go that's how you make sushi. That's how I make sushi. And then sometimes you can go if you don't want to go seaweed rice, you can go rice seaweed. It's a good time. Do you do the, you have anything that, to say about it, John?
0: I I mean that that seemed very concise. I don't I don't know who's going to
1: <laughs> this is just a... just write it down. You rewind <laughs> no. the podcast. Rewind the podcast. Realized, I didn't realize that you had
0: actually been making sushi. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't know what I expected, but I I feel like we've run into another another pretzel making episode. It's very, I feel like it's very difficult to explain <laughs> to people how to make food items without... Yeah, when it. I got
1: into shapes, I was like, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you put in your sushi, John?
0: <laughs> what would I put in my sushi? I like, yeah. uh, I like, <laughs> I like California rolls.
1: Yeah, I have to make some. I promised my coworker I'd make her some of those. Because
0: I'm the whitest person possible. I'm not.
1: I'm not buying the fish eggs though, because she like, doesn't like them.
0: I like imitation crab a lot.
1: <laughs> it's actually Did pollock. You know it's a fish. Yeah, it's pollock.
0: Yeah. I didn't know that until, I yeah, mean, ever, I've, ever until I have that. known that for, for a bit, but I, I had gotten an argument with my roommate in college because I, I had told him that, and he was like, no, the sushi place that I go to in my town definitely uses, like, fresh crab. I'm like, I guarantee they
1: don't. <laughs> yeah, like, there are some around here that actually do, but they will say, like, fresh crab, and then they're like, crab, you know?
0: Right, That's yeah. It's not
1: actually crab, it's the air quotes crab.
0: But this dude's from, from fucking upstate New York. Yeah, no. <laughs> no way. No,
1: no, no. Like, here they'll do, like, soft-shell crab, which is actually... Because you can get that here, you know? It's right, like, yeah. This is a very crab-heavy area. We oh, have blue crabs great. that people catch. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's delicious. It's awesome. Uh, most, not quite most the season shrimp yet. shrimp
0: but... Shrimp tempura is great. Tempura most <laughs> things...
1: Yeah, I mean, put any, roll anything in panko and fry it up for me. I'm good. I'm gonna <laughs> experiment with some enoki mushrooms tonight. Okay. Put fry some enoki mushrooms, roll them up in there, see what happens. Yeah. So yeah. That's that's dope. I, Thank th- you.
0: I'm I wanna re-listen to this and, and get. And, I guess I don't have to. I can just like, I can actually call you personally and just. Yeah, just you could. Get...
1: Or just like look it up. Cause... Or I
0: could go, go on YouTube. <laughs> no wait, no. <laughs> That's what we're for.
1: That's right. We're, co- I forgot that we're YouTube's biggest competitor. All right, <laughs> uh, this if podcast. If,
0: if you came across this episode when you were trying to learn how to, how to make sushi, you're, I mean, at this point, you know. Yeah, just
1: wait 20 this, minutes, because that's when we was... started talking about sushi. <laughs> then that you two for minutes. You know fact
0: that this was the place to go. This was the place <laughs> to be.
1: You knew it. And, and
0: I'm glad that you you got what you came for. What ingredients? Okay, let's go through ingredients that you you could potentially need. Bananas. Okay.
1: <laughs> Tobacco. Um. Uh. Cat litter? No. Cat food? Maybe. Okay. Well,
0: so I meant specifically for sushi.
1: Oh. Okay, uh... Is that your
0: grocery list? Why do you need... I know why you need cat litter. Bananas, I guess.
1: No, I hate what bananas, but... What do you got tobacco I was just trying for? To, I, was kinda, I was trying to come up with creative sushi ideas. Like, maybe okay. put a little dip in there, you know? So you just gotta chew it and spit it out. That way, you know, I mean, it's look, great.
0: If you we, put dip in a sushi sort of roll, you really, you're really gonna taste it. On In, in all the forms of, of tobacco consumption... We've mm-hmm. we've sort of run dry on on new creative ideas for like tobacco vehicles. Mm-hmm. I think sushi would be sort of a a very interesting and exotic take on.
1: I think so too. Tobacco well, usage. Here's my thing: is like you put some dip in there, and then you chew the sushi, and then you spit it out, and that way you don't get full because sushi is very filling. Oh, yeah. What yeah, so you what just keep on going. what
0: pairs well with the taste of tobacco? This is Probably all fucking like disgusting. Probably like
1: that fatty tuna. You know like the red tuna <laughs> cuz tobacco's thinking from my wine background, tobacco's a very strong flavor. Yes. And so, you a know, strong, I, very like gross a wine, I like a lot of wine with I like wine with like a tobacco overtone. That's not, that's not even a lie I actually really do or barnyardy or funky, anything that's cool. Like okay. that, and these are real to, these are real wine terms, by the way. If you want like yes. a leathery wine, yeah, a tobaccoy wine, right? But you have to be careful what you pair it with. And right. fish generally is like what? Like you want to go for those more subtle flavors. But there are exceptions, such as eel. Or so eel and tobacco would be fantastic because eel's like barbecued, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you get that smoky barbecue tobacco sushi.
0: Right. <laughs> So fucking gross.
1: <laughs> that wouldn't be as overpowering. Or 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 uh, bluefin tuna, which normally very against the harvesting of, of bluefin. I personally, I don't believe it should be done. I don't think you should eat tuna.
0: I don't. I can't.
1: Our tuna. content
0: is so goddamn confusing sometimes. I do not know where the jokes begin and end, <laughs> and when the seriousness begins. We, that, we yeah. it's we a are fucking brand. All over the place, Emily.
1: <laughs> I'm like, no, really, put tobacco in your sushi, but actually don't fish for bluefin like <laughs> Where's the truth?
0: Where where is where's the truth in anything we've been we've been saying this
1: entire What time? are the jokes? <laughs> Someone listen to his podcast. Okay, but where are the jokes? It's <laughs> <laughs> very serious content. Where are the jokes? Please. Please, my fa- my family is dying. No, wait. I so don't know.
0: here's here's what I've got so far. Is that well, you you gave a very detailed <laughs> Explanation of how I make sushi. I got too excited and actually need, talked about something real for I need the, ba- the very cheap bamboo <laughs> stick roller things. I need
1: yeah.
0: I need rice. What kind it's of rice, rice is it? Jasmine?
1: It's literally sushi rice. It's labeled as sushi rice. We got a big bag of it from the Asian food store.
0: Okay. You need yeah. some kind of filling. Whatever you want.
1: Sweet yeah. Potato. Literally literally whatever you want. Well yeah, can, like, <laughs> literally fried whatever you want. Sweet potato sushi. Tobacco like, sure, you can do it. Just it's not gonna be good.
0: It. You can do it. Yeah.
1: Flannel. Who cares? Do whatever you want. Life is short, folks. I made breakfast sushi rolls that were uh, sauteed mushroom and scrambled egg.
0: That sounds dope as hell.
1: It was delicious. The sriracha mayo. No S- no no no. It was like breakfast burritos, but mini, <laughs> and wrapped in seaweed.
0: I was, I, I, I was gonna like, I don't even, I have nothing.
1: I you have nothing for this. You don't, you're just flabbergasted that I actually knew something for once. Yes! You're I just did not so expect excited. you to
0: know how to make sushi. You had not told me about your, your new hobby whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, and Kit keeps saying he's going to, like, catch a fish from the creek, and then, like, we're going to slice that bad boy up and throw it in some sushi, but I am a little afraid. Like, honestly, I know people say, like, fresh is best, but I am yeah. a little comforted by by the fact that the fish is frozen before it's made into sushi. Like, I know okay. it's not supposed to be, but you know that most sushi is before it is made, right? But I'm comforted yeah. by, that, by that fact, because if Kit fishes something out of the creek... Yeah. Like, you don't really know what sort of little creepy crawlies are. Oh, my God, that siren, though. You don't know what kind of creepy crawlies are going to be hanging out in there. And freezing, at least, like, would probably murder them, right? So yeah. I don't know if him pulling some, some redfish out of the creek and then us eating its, its raw flesh <laughs> is going to be good for us. And my coworkers now have like wanted this. They're like, "Oh, bring in sushi, bring in what you make." I'm like, "Yeah, but if I put real fish in it, we might all die." Like, I'm yeah, not a professional I mean, you sushi won't set, chef. I I, I think
0: know. I think it's better because you know that it's fished responsibly and mm. it's I I mean, that's in my experience too. I've never when I was a kid, I mean, you remember, I was the pickiest child of all time.
1: Like the worst, yeah. Which
0: I'm, I'm really not anymore. I really like most things. Tomatoes, I'm still iffy on, but I'm, I'm good Tomato on Tomato
1: sushi. On
0: most things, like I, I, I enjoy fish every once in a while. But I used to not touch the stuff whatsoever under any circumstance. But when we went to Alaska, I guess granted this was like a, a, a preservation, <laughs> or reservation. yeah, like you
1: had to eat fish, self preservation, yeah, it was,
0: yeah. Uh, but we, First we survival. did fish and that was like easily the best fish that I've ever had. Cause we, yeah,
1: but did you eat it ourselves. raw? No, like,
0: that's a good, no, that's fresh, a good point.
1: Fresh fish is always best. Right. But like, well, yeah, I just, am a little, you
0: could just do it the Argentinian way and
1: just cook it. Yeah. All the sushi in Argentina was cooked and it was freaking terrible. I could also just put a big hunk of freaking cream cheese in it. Call it a day. <laughs> God that are that's frustrating. I've seen
0: people do that here. Put cream Well yeah, on they call sushi. it the
1: Philadelphia. And yeah. he, but you know what they call it in Argentina? What? Sushi. I don't know. No, they call it <laughs> actually they called it the fila. <laughs> it was the fila roll. I Yeah, I, I just I just love sushi. I just
0: love sushi. Dude, like eating sushi's it. dope. I mean, well, that's, I, the thing, that's the yeah. thing though, is I I love sushi in massive quantities. <laughs> <laughs> i could sit and eat sushi I, all day long which is why it's I perfect that, that we either. have like a sushi buffet around the corner that isn't terrible like when in virginia we we grew up around the place called i mean it's changed names like three times
1: it's tsunami we know the owners actually now yeah
0: we know the owners now but yeah Dad it's called Skinny. tsunami sushi it's in fair lakes chopping center and there's Uh, like during lunchtime there's a sushi buffet and it's literally all you can eat and it's perfect because the sushi is like actually not horrible
1: you know my dad and i once once smuggled 40 pounds of sweet potatoes for them did you ever hear that that, story
0: that dad that dad transported their sweet potatoes down south yeah yeah
1: Yeah. of course yeah Yeah. i don't know if we've spoken about it on the
0: podcast before
1: yeah, he came to pick me up from college one one semester, and he was like, "I hope you're not bringing too much stuff because I got all these sweet potatoes back here." I'm <laughs> like, "Dad, what did you do?" <laughs> Turns out he had agreed to like transport all these sweet potatoes for the the nice ladies who work at the sweet the uh, the sweet potato factory. No, who yep. work at the uh, the tsunami. There's a there's a sister, literally a sister tsunami, because one sister owns one and the other owns the other in Charleston. And so we had to transport all of these sweet potatoes that apparently they couldn't get down there yep. from Northern Virginia to South Carolina. So that was a that was a fun endeavor, dropping off a whole bunch of special sweet potatoes. But yeah, yep. so
0: good And good I, times, I still don't think times. we've seen anything from that. I don't think we've gotten any free food.
1: No, it was whatsoever. just a nice favor he did.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you nice think we guy. would get something from it. <laughs>
1: Eh, whatever. Now I'm about to put him out of business. So don't you worry about that, John. We will get get our comeuppance for that. (laughs) Is that a bad thing to get your comeuppance? I don't even know anymore. What are words? What is language? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Anyways, that's how you make sushi. That is how you make sushi. That's legitimately how you make sushi. Oddly informative. I don't know how to cut the fish. You're gonna to have to figure it out yourself. But you know what? Part of part of being an adult in this life is is figuring stuff out on your own. And if I you, believe in you, listener.
0: If you get the I sushi, really that's like a pile of rice with the with the fish on top. You're supposed to knock it on its side and grab it like on the sides with your one stick on top of the sushi and one stick uh, on top of the rice. I didn't know that, but that's the proper way to eat it. And then oh, ginger. Ginger is never meant to be eaten with the sushi. It's purely a palate cleanser.
1: And the wasabi, don't do what I do, which is just put the whole mountain of wasabi <laughs> in the dish and then pour the soy sauce on top of it. Apparently it's poor form to do that, but I think it's delicious and I will not stop doing it. I don't care about sushi etiquette. Yeah. And that's how you do it.
0: That's, do whatever that's, you this want. This has been sushi tips.
1: Sushi time. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you want. This is America, not Japan. And uh, (laughs) enjoy.
0: Enjoy. Enjoy your sushi.
1: Yeah. We have a couple people to thank this uh, lovely day. Thank you so much to Fun Button with their song Honey Truck. If you'd like to hear more from Fun Button, please go to the link we've provided in the description below. Thanks again, guys.
0: We'd also like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at ethangustafson.com. We'd also like to thank Natalie Spitzel for her, her the cover art that we just got from her. That's really, really great. Um, if you can, you can go on her website, nataliespitzel.com, and you can find more work and also contact information for commissions, etc.
1: Yeah, Downtown John Emily is sponsored by Audible.com. If you'd like a free 30-day trial to Audible with everything it has on offer, please go to audibletrial.com slash downtime for free Audible 30 days. Dot
0: com slash downtime.
1: Yeah, Did we it. are also oh. always accepting musical submissions. If you know any artists, if you are an artist, send us your music. We're very nice people. We'll put your music on our We're podcast. Super chill, we love hearing we'll it. We'll
0: give you like you, you see how much credit we give our artists. We love our artists. We want yeah. what's best for them. We want we want to help small small artists in any way we can. So if you have recorded music, please send us your music. Also, if you're listening to this and you've sent us music before, Send us any new music you like. If you have new yeah, if you music have a new you album out, out there, or something, feel yeah. free to send us your new music. We we we've repeated artists before. We 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 love to help in any way we can.
1: Yeah, absolutely. um I think that's all I have, John. You you got anything? I think we're good. I think um, we did it. I'm good. Rock on! Well, thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey.
0: I'm John Downey.
1: Al Roker, I will fight you.